welcome to Mother of Dogs, the podcast for pet lovers who want to live their best life alongside their fur babies. I'm Tina, dog mom to Winnie and Chloe, my two French bulldogs who bring fun and chaos wherever they go. If you want to hear stories from modern pet parents about how they navigate life and business with their furry friend, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Mother of Dogs podcast. I'm Tina, and I have a special guest, my husband, Brian. Hey, Tina. What's going on? (laughs) Well, I just wrapped the first season, so what do you think? (laughs) I mean, I thought it was awesome. You know, I mean, I may be a little bit biased, but I thought it was fantastic. I know how hard you worked and the the amount of behind the scenes producing that you did and so i i knew you just did a bang up job so congratulations thanks yeah it's uh it's crazy to be wrapping the season because i essentially started late last year and my first interview was with andrea and we recorded i think it was december of last year and i was hoping to launch i think january but that didn't happen it was a little delayed just well, a lot well, of life circumstances yeah li- life gets in the way you know it, it happens yeah and this was a passion project and i had to do everything myself and it was a lot of work but not just talking to a microphone right right a lot of a lot of tech things i'm not a technical person right i'm usually the technical person you are but you have to give it to me. I actually really didn't ask for help with that. No, I mean, the thing about it is it would have been hard to ask for help because there was so much to do that I would have just been doing it. So you really had to say, okay, I'm just gonna dig in, learn it and understand it. And it didn't take, I mean, it took some time, but it just takes time to do the producing, but you really got the hang of it. Yeah, I think I think technology has come a long way and I use a platform where it's like a Word document. So it's kind of awesome. It makes technical things like that super easy. So I'm just glad that we're in 2023 and I have that resource so that I could do it myself. Yeah, you can like visually see and understand what you're editing and how that sort of works. Yeah. Right. So I'm very excited. Well, it comes across. I mean, honestly, fantastic. Great job. Thanks. Well... Thank you for helping me by managing the dogs while I worked on this because I do have a day job. And so I had to do this on our personal family time. So thank you for taking care of Winnie and Chloe. Oh, are you kidding me? They're just a, they're just a breeze. Just, <laughs> just, just a true pleasure to, to hang out with. So uh, no, it's not a, not a big deal at all. Yeah, the thing is, is that if I'm with Winnie and Chloe, I need to be 100% with them. Well, they demand your time and attention. Yeah, and you have a much better balance, though, with you're able to focus on a lot of things at once. I can't. I can't focus on a lot of things at once. So I think you do a great job with them, managing them, and still being productive. (laughs) I would not be productive if I was with them. So that's the problem. I just let them be sometimes. Like, it's hard, you know, because third maniac sometimes um but i think yeah i've just in my my, you know my temperament allows me just to say 
they're going to go crazy and I can just live in that craziness. But it's not for everyone for sure because they're crazy. Yeah. I think I, I work and Chloe will take over my chair and then I become very uncomfortable. <laughs> they want me to play or cuddle. I think with you, they're just used to being. And with me, it's like they're used to consuming me. So. Yeah, no, totally. But no, I'm happy to, happy to handle them while you do the important podcast work. And you helped me with show notes sometimes, and you've listened to every single episode, basically just making sure that I did the best job that I personally could do. Because again, I'm this is not my day job, so I I tried my best. I tried my best with all of the oh my you gosh. Know, recording and the production part, but thank you for of course, supporting me. Yeah, it was amazing. And look, I mean, I had the easy job. It was just, you know, and, and in um, let me clarify, an easy and a fantastic job being able to preview the podcast early. So I got to listen to it before being released to the public. And so, yeah, it was just fantastic to listen to, to understand what was going on. Um, so yeah, no, pleasure to help. Yeah, speaking of listeners before, I had my mom who listened to a lot of the episodes also before right. um, they were uploaded. And that was interesting that uh, my mom was a huge supporter of the podcast and she couldn't wait project. to she couldn't wait to listen to it. Yeah, I had a I had a number one fan for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> she, awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think that, you know, speaking of my mom's support, I think it was episode four was a mini solo episode. I'm not a person who wanted to be featured a lot on the podcast. I really did it as a passion project to support all of the people who make our life more special with Winnie and Chloe, with all of their, you know, businesses and creative endeavors. And so I think that episode four was really hard for me to have a mini episode that was kind of centered around explaining why Winnie and Chloe were so important to me. And you really opened up. Yeah, which was very uncomfortable and was really uncertain of the response. But I have to say it was it was really nice. It was really refreshing. And well, I think it was all supportive. Very supportive. Yeah. So I guess speaking of um, episodes, I wanted to kind of just you know, do a casual recap, nothing crazy, but just thinking of some highlights of the season. And we just did some holiday photos. It's Thanksgiving week, so right. Um, we like to do holiday photos. Usually every... around that November time, so like they're ready before like Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the, the casual holiday family uh, cards, basically, right, like what you would right. send out to your Or the digital cards, or no cards, right. or just like sending text messages to family, you know, it's whatever it is. Right. So we have done holiday photo shoots every year since we had Winnie and Chloe, yeah. which is, I think it's pretty impressive. We've had some crazy few years and we've still managed to do it. Yeah, totally. I mean, um, there's always something going on. Yeah. So this year, we booked a like a photo session that was kind of very casual meaning there was no real schedule to it so you can just like jump in and out like different families and stuff like that um which was a mistake right <laughs> which was not a good situation and I think that we will 
take this lesson into next year and just book a private session. Yeah, but... well, I think the 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 photo session itself was fine. The people that ran it were were great. But I think that we just need to know, and we know this, but because we only do it once a year, sometimes we forget with our dogs, you know, we just can't bring them to a place where there's tons of dogs, tons of people, and expect them to wait a long time or to, you know, be on their best behavior just because that's not what they're used to, just with everything going on with them. And so, yeah, plus it was raining Plus, it was cold. Plus, they're walking. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was they just got like overexcited, overstimulated, yeah. and it was not Frenchy weather. Yeah, not Frenchy weather at all. <laughs> not, not winning clay weather for yeah, sure. Yeah, they they hate anything wet, and well, I think moving to Texas. <laughs> well, that's that's one of the great things. It was yeah. like it's not raining. It's great. We had about four months where it didn't rain, so they were they were fantastic. Yeah, so they're not used to it. Chloe will do anything except go in wet grass. <laughs> oh, she walks in the middle of the street, so she doesn't have to go in the grass. And I say, well, you can't go to the bathroom in the street, so you almost have to uh, gently lift her onto the grass so she can go to the bathroom. Yeah, so it, it just, a lot of things weren't working in our favor. So we also got a single Polaroid with the package of yeah the, that was like the uh, first picture they took was a polaroid yeah and it was it was an absolute nightmare like oh that will God. not be public <laughs> it won't be public but honestly tina it is something we'll look back on and be like Oh my God, like how psycho are they? Because Winnie's mouth is so open, you can see his tonsils. It's like, <laughs> it is wild. But it, and it's cute because they actually, they were fine ultimately. They look adorable. Yeah. But he, they, well, they covered us. I mean, yeah, we weren't were, in the picture. You can't see our, sure. our heads, our faces. Um, <laughs> Winnie is, is my head and Chloe is your head. Right, they right. were on our lap and it just And they were lunging insane. for the camera essentially. <laughs> Yeah, fun times. Right. Yeah. I think I I go in really optimistic and I always think that it's going to be great. And then I leave feeling so discouraged and sweaty and just sad. Like I have a pit in my stomach that it's not going to be great. And I think that... But, but you never know. I mean, the picture still could be good. We haven't got the real pictures yet. I don't know. <laughs> we shall see. Right. But anyway, I think speaking of photos... So the first uh, episode was with Andrea Castanon, which I am very sad that we're not in the D.C. area or Andrea needs to come to Austin, seriously, because she goes to L.A., she goes to New York. She needs to come to Austin so that she can take pictures of Winnie and Chloe. Well, I know that when we had the pictures with Andrea... We didn't have this issue. That granted, they were still kind of crazy. Well, she called them little piglets in our. They're little piglets. They were running around <laughs> right. like maniacs. But it was it was just them. We could settle them. She did a great job settling them down. Plus, she's like a magician with like editing and post processing yeah. our photos. So yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna you know connect with her when she's like doing the virtual stuff, and you know we're. We're, we're locked and loaded. We're going to get that. Yeah. We'll do virtual sessions, and, and we do that with her a few times a year to make sure that we're we're getting all our Winnie and Chloe photos throughout the years. Oh, that we have them all in, like, our kitchen in our, our uh, refrigerator, you know? Yeah, totally. we have a, a shrine to Winnie and Chloe in our laundry room. It just makes doing laundry so much better, <laughs> just like, going by and walking through. And then we have photos in our offices. I mean... It's, yeah, it's their world. We're just living in it. For, for you, literally took the words out of my mouth <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was just 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like I miss being in the DC area, but Texas yeah. Texas has been good. I feel like we we've had such a great support system and we've met such a wonderful community here of of people who love Woody and Chloe so much. Yeah, we have their whole doctor team. We have neighbors who love them. We have friends who love them. So we're in really good shape. We had great people in D.C. too. But I think in Austin, that's all come together for us. And I think we've been able to settle because I think we knew when we were getting Winnie and Chloe in D.C. that potentially we we're going to be moving anyways. And so there was always a bit of a transition feel to it. But I mean, obviously, we bought a house in Austin. We're here. It's like this is our home. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about the going back to the podcast is that all of the guests are from different parts of the country. You know, Sonali is in New York and I was just in New York um, a few months ago or a couple months That's ago. episode two, right? Yeah. yeah. And Sonali is the founder of Pet Minded and I was able to meet her in person. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was Because so awesome. you only done that virtually, like in, in, interact with her from that space. Exactly. Yeah. We were connecting, you know, via messages. We've zoomed and had all of those sort of interactions but it was just so nice to hug her and oh my gosh. say thank you for the pet-minded community because I learned so much with her courses she had one you remember on totally. understanding dog's body language and that was really helpful because we learned obviously good things about it but there was signs of distress that we were not familiar with and so I think that was such an amazing thing considering uh, we well, had Winnie and Chloe. Yeah, so happy we did that. So we could be more observant. And then we were able to look at Chloe, look at Winnie, di like help diagnose and help get them to the doctors and get them what they needed. So it was really great. Yeah. And so that episode kind of talked a lot about, um, you know, observing Winnie and Chloe or at least observing Chloe, we noticed some things that were questionable. And so that really helped us to get her the diagnosis that she needed. And I mean, potentially saved her life because I know, yeah, we I mean, weren't sure she was gonna like what the prognosis was. I know. Her. I mean, and now she's doing fantastic. And I mean, honestly, it's looking back on that. It's just good feelings and vibes about that. Because you know, that really helped us. Yeah, totally. And I think that you had uh, you got a kick out of something that we talked about, which was about like dogs being mean or spiteful or having a bad attitude. Oh my gosh! Like I heard <laughs> what are, that. What are your thoughts? Because it like you know I think Sonali was talking about people interacting and potentially thinking their dogs were spiteful because of whatever the dog did, you know, and totally understood that. I think we came from it from a perspective of we were jo we joke around about it because we say our dogs have bad attitudes. Yeah, we joke around a right. lot that Winnie has a bad attitude, but it's like, it's all in, in humor. It's all in humor because we know that, and, and in large part because of Pet Minded and Sonali, it's, they're doing things for a reason and we are listening to them and we know when something happens, it's okay, we need to actually understand what the situation is. But it's funny to say they have a bad attitude. I mean, let's be honest about it. When he's yeah. huffing and puffing or <laughs> Chloe's barking at something, we know what she kind of wants, but it's easy to, it, it's it's fun. I mean, there are our pets, you know, you say, you have a bad attitude, Winnie. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was, that was such a fun episode. And yeah, going back to 
Andrea. I interviewed her late last year. I asked her what was her dream celebrity to photograph. And during that time, that episode, she mentioned Chrissy Teigen. And like I mentioned earlier, I didn't launch for a few months. So it was earlier this year. And then a few months after that episode aired, she ended up photographing the Mutt Gala. She photographed Chrissy Teigen, all of these celeb dogs. Oh my gosh. So it was just so interesting that, you know, hearing her manifest essentially what her goal was and for her to accomplish it so quickly. She's just so amazing. Like, she's go. just so good at her job and so passionate about what she does. She's just so incredible. So I, I, yeah, I mean, she's just so cool. I'm really glad that we know her and we've had such, like she went to Chloe's first birthday party. No, and I feel like she's like a friend. I mean, honestly, yeah. and that's like with a lot of people on our, on our your podcast, I mean, I said R, but I mean, I'm claiming full credit of it for sure. But I mean, from from the podcast, I mean, well, totally. I mean, I have to say though, I really, I really love that you have embraced the podcast so much because you wanted. I didn't think that you would want to wear the merch because it, you know, I mean, it's just the I didn't merch know. is awesome. And, to, and, and let's be honest, when you get merch, it. It has to be comfortable, number one. You need to actually go to a reputable place and get the right sort of, you know, fabrics. But then you just got to look cool, you know? Yeah. And I mean, how cool is it, Chloe, biting down on a cookie, you know, just looking like a badass? And it's mother dogs. It's awesome. Yeah. And what's so awesome about that shirt is so that picture of Chloe is from her first birthday. Hmm. And the bad bitch, uh, like, cookie. Biscuit, biscuit that she yeah. has was made by one of my high school friends. And so, so interesting because I, I reconnected with my high school friend and was seeing on Instagram that she was making all these dog treats and really like, yeah, like crazy that she was making dog treats. Yeah. And so she's really big in the dog space That's awesome. community in Connecticut. And so, um, so she made those specifically for Chloe's first birthday. She also made those French bulldog head ones. Remember, it looked exactly like Chloe. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think that that's meaningful to me because again, I, I really like supporting people that I know and small businesses and that's really important to me. So it was just so cool that one of my high school friends made that and That's that awesome. it's on the t-shirt and so it just sort of comes full circle totally also the t-shirt is made by an austin um company right so it's right. also so that was important again i i really like um supporting the small supporting businesses. small businesses yeah. and yeah so i just i i love i love the merch and i love that you're rocking it and supporting Chloe and wearing that, I I wanted to ask you, well, so you're wearing the merch and you're supporting the Mother of Dogs podcast, but right. you you recently went to Disney and you had the t-shirt with you, but then I kind of also forget that it says bad bitch on it right, and that it's right. like not very friendly of Disney. I was ready to represent <laughs> and then all of a sudden. you better of it and you're like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, well, I said, you know, it is the happiest place in the world for little kids. So I thought, <laughs> you know, probably don't want to do that. Yeah. I did wear it around the, the pool 
there were kids around there, but I didn't bring it into the parks, you know? I just, yeah. I didn't want to get kicked out of there. I figured I was probably okay on like the resort grounds, but. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Right, right. I especially love when you go with Chloe to her appointments and you have Chloe with you and your t-shirt on. I just think that oh, that's totally. so cute. And well, I'm trying to sling merch too, you know, <laughs> seeing if anyone wants to buy. I feel like buy. people, I, I wonder sometimes if people think we're so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I mean, but, it's an awesome shirt. And I love the way that you made it like it's, what is it like? It's sort of an 80s, like hard rock sort of, sort of like type vibe to it. Yeah, I feel like it's, 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 it's like, like Metallica. a vintage. It's like it has that sort of vibe to it. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking more like rapper vibes with the, the font because. Oh, yeah. I get what you're saying, too. Yeah. Yeah. We, Brian and I, side note, love to go to rap concerts together. We. We haven't gone in a Although few years. Although we haven't years, gone in a few know, years, these two nuggets here yeah. sort of, you know, keep all of our time together. But but yeah, I think I think that's the vibe. So I just wanted to say thanks for uh, thanks for all the support. Also with the yeah. with the merch. Oh, I love it. But yeah, so go back going back to Chloe and Winnie and their parties and all of the things. Well, with the cookies and oh. the biscuits, one of the other amazing food things that we have had at multiple and bur- multiple birthday parties. <laughs> yeah, and um, holidays is Amanda's um, wag boards, which is dog like doggy charcuterie boards. What episode was that? That was episode six. Episode six, yeah. So I mean, honestly, like the wag boards are out of control. Like they're super like well done definitely a, a centerpiece like people come to it and say wow this is really yeah, awesome everyone's always so impressed by the wag boards yeah and so it was awesome to have those things at these really special events for us yeah for sure they make everything special and it's just dogs have a lot of different allergies yeah. amanda works with you to make sure that like everything is perfect for your specific dog and it's just another it was just something else that dogs could have. So it yeah, was just. Yeah, it's not just like, and it's, you can get biscuits or whatever. And obviously it's amazing to get like handmade biscuits from your friend, but it's something different. Yeah, it's you just know, another totally. very good quality and yeah, masterfully done. And she's just phenomenal. And I loved the part where she's like, I have my own taste tester, you know, my dog and they, they taste everything and it's a whole, you know, it's that whole bit. And so it's really, really cool how, you know, it's coming from a place where it not only is good for the dogs, they love it too. Yeah. Yeah. And you were really touched by the adoption story of her, one of her dogs. Oh, for sure. And so I think that was a really special episode. She, she talked about that and I think we all we all shed a tear during um, that episode. She was yeah. Too many tears. I know. Yeah. Speaking of tears, <laughs> um, so I had author Evie Bartels on loving pets here and hereafter. That's her book that she wrote, and it's essentially about death and yeah. um, you know celebrating your your pets. And I absolutely love her book it's memoir and research and basically um she takes you through all of the pets that she's had in her life and then kind of all of the rituals that people um 
have essentially like in death are celebrating their their pets, which was really interesting. Yeah, it was a really good episode. I mean, it's one of those things where maybe you you wouldn't think that that's what you wanted to hear because you don't want to think about a, a pet passing or you know just anything about that. It's hard to think about sad things. I mean, especially for me. I mean, I I really don't like that, but. It was so fascinating how she talked about it, how she brought in different cultures, how she brought in stories that she had personally. It just made you feel really connected, and it actually gave you a sense of, wow, it's, I'm glad I'm reading this now because I understand and you have a better understanding of things as you move forward in life, and you never know what's going to happen, so that's really important. Yeah, I think it's nice to know all of the options that you can have and, you know, and she makes such a good point. There's, I mean, when you have a pet or when you have a life full of pets, their lives are shorter than yours. So you have lots and lots of pets if you continue to have them throughout life. And I think, you know, she was talking about like we all are very aware that animals don't live that long and we're going to have to say goodbye. And so why do we keep doing it? Why do we keep getting pets if we know that it's torture when that happens? And so it was just so interesting, I think, talking to her about that. And I'm not sure how I feel, but I think it really, I, I, I always think that I don't think that I'll have more pets after Winnie and Chloe. I just, you know, it's hard to, to wrap my head around, but I think that still her book was really helpful to read and I felt at peace reading it and again knowing all the options and there was a lot of levity actually. She has a great sense of humor and I think you have to with that kind of topic and she had a New England connection. Brian's from Mass so she's from Massachusetts and um I think that she was talking about how like Northeast people or people in that region or cold regions of the world like tend to have, you know, darker senses of humor. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you I think you just need to have that and you just understand um, there's a different perspective on it, you know. So I, I think it's great. I think it was really a fantastic episode to your point, Tina, you know. It's hard to think about anything else other than Winnie and Chloe, but you look at the every single time I, you know, I I listen to something or I hear something about someone losing a pet, a week later they get another pet. I know. It's, it's crazy. everyone. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. there's something to that mm-hmm. for sure, you know? And so I think that it's really great to, to listen to EB and have that sort of just perspective on it. Yeah. And just speaking of you know, emotions or feelings. I know you're not, you don't really like to talk about emotions or feelings. not really. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like you are more in touch with your feelings, you know, since having Winnie and Chloe. What do you think? For sure, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it, it just touches your heart in a different way. Yeah. It it provides you a sense of perspective and feeling and mortality and emotion that you just don't have. If you're, if you're not taking care of something, if you're not loving something, if you're not seeing it on a day to day basis. I mean, 
they depend on us, they love us. With, with Chloe, especially just with everything that's going on with her condition, we take care of her so much. I mean, for the past six months, I've essentially been bathing her every single day just with her skin and things are going on with her. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can help but draw a connection and change as a person. I mean, really, it's just, you know. Yeah, you'd have to be like a monster. You would have to be for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, it's when they look at you in your eyes, it's just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's something else for sure. Yeah, your heart melts. Yeah, and I think, you know, both of them, they're, they're their own little soul and I think you were talking about and I was on a zoom call and I remember Chloe popped up and the person immediately said wow that's the most expressive dog I've ever seen because of her eyes and we always talk about how expressive her eyes are and her facial expressions well the way she moves her (laughs) eyebrows at you and when she's like just laying down and as i'm saying this like i know that other dogs have that but like with her it just it pierces your heart yeah it's just amazing so yeah i mean i it's completely changed my life for sure yeah it's funny i think we we go to dinner and we are away from them i think obviously being a caretaker 24 7 is really hard and so of course we need a break and we go to dinner and still though it's we talk about them and we're looking at them in the video and I think that it's been such a bonding thing Brian and I have been together for a really long time and I think what's been so wonderful is that we are very independent people I think we both have our passions we both respect each other so much and we've had this strong independence. So I think that it's been hard sometimes to build a family when you don't have kids. Um, Just, I don't know how to describe that, but I think that Winnie and Chloe have been our kids in a sense where it's, it's bonded us on such a different level where we feel exactly the same. I think it's been really nice to see our evolution with these relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, brings you together in a different way, you know, because I think you and I are very independent and you have your life and professional life and I have mine and we respect each other and we're going about doing these things and we obviously come together and and do things together. But when you have two little French cutlets, (laughs) you have... You have to, to communicate in a different way. You have to say, okay, well, who's doing what? Who's doing this? Sharing responsibilities. It really is that sort of, you know, it's that, it's that family dynamic that's, you know, more than just a couple, a partner dynamic. Yeah. And I also think it goes back to Winnie's, Winnie's snoring in my lap right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, another, another point from from Evie's episode where she talks about loving a dog for who they are. And, you know, Winnie and Chloe are not brewery dogs. Like we can't take them public to public places. You know, they have health conditions. I think that's been another thing that we've had to consider. You think that you're going to have these healthy, uh, which I mean, they're as healthy as they can be, but they have, 
you know, health conditions. And so... Well, they're not running a, you know, we're not out there with them strapped to a bobsled or something like that. <laughs> you know, they're not these like huskies that are just hardy dogs. They're little French bulldogs that have, you know, French bulldogs are a breed that have some issues and they have some issues and we're just ma managing that. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's made us understand and like think and reflect more on what the needs of the dogs are so for sure yeah so another couple that are very familiar with the challenges of french bulldogs are ron and solo of wolf bull oh my gosh i loved that episode and obviously i love ron and, and solo yeah they're so fucking cool i love them so much and i think that they well ron was on the episode and solo was in the background um, giving him shit sometimes. <laughs> she was just so funny. I love her so much. Um, and they just have such a great sense of humor. And so that was episode three and episode one and two, you know, I was taking myself really seriously. I was, uh, I was going to be, well, I mean, you're just starting the podcast so yeah. you're trying to stay with an interview sort of focus, right? you know, understand the process. Yeah. So you get, you know, nervous i was nervous in episode one and two and with episode three ron just didn't allow it <laughs> i think he he was so awesome and being able to just be super conversational we talked about so many different things and yeah it's just the soul of wolf boy and the culture and just the appreciation of everything i just feel like they're at such another level. Well, that's the thing. To be fair, like, Wolf Wolf's a big deal. Ron's a big deal. I mean, they're fantastic. They have done all of this sort of stuff. So it's like for Ron, it's just, you know, it's every day. So it's great. Yeah. I mean, he he's just incredibly, um, like, his emotional intelligence and his background and all of the books he's written. So, I mean, if you don't know who Ron Holloway is and Solo and Wolf Bull, you will. You will soon. Yeah. And, <laughs> they're, and, they're, they're definitely, um, they're just amazing. And, and the thing about it is, like I was saying, that they're such a big deal. And for me, I feel like they're their neighborhood friends and like dog truck that was parked right outside our apartment building in, yeah. in D.C. And I think we were just so fortunate to be in D.C. when they were in D.C. and just having that experience because I don't, like they're so unique in what they do and their style and their attitude and the way they do things. You know, I think in the in the episode, Ron talked about, you know, these investors telling him that he could be rich if he just, you know, decreased the quality of his food, did things on the cheap, and that's not the way he does things. Everything is the right quality, the, the right ingredients, and there's no one like it. So I just felt... I, I, and I and I still feel really fortunate that we were able to connect with with Ron and Solo during that time. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're just they're just great. So I will support them always. And totally. And, and and they were one of the reasons why we connected with Winnie's littermate Mambo. Yeah. We went to a meetup where where Wolf, Wolf, Wolf was. There. was. Yeah. And so we met, uh, there was a little French bulldog that kept coming up to me and it literally looked exactly like Winnie. And but Winnie very, is a but ve very little. Right. And Winnie's a very unique color. Right. But that dog was a tiny version of Winnie. Yeah. Same color and just kept coming up to me. And I remember being 
thinking, wow, this dog is so crazy, but it's so tiny that I thought it was a baby. Right. And when he was already, I think. Big and chunky. <laughs> yeah, he was bigger. <laughs> and so then we ended up posting on, you know, Instagram stories or something. And then that person, you know, found me or the messaged owner, me. Yeah. yeah. Which was now is like such a good friend. For and sure. uh, again, family at this point. Totally. And so I just. You know, Mambo and his dad are just so fantastic. And that was another blessing from Wolf Bowl is that I got to meet Winnie's litter mate and they have a relationship. It's and the community that they build. Yeah. For sure. They're they're all about it. So um yeah, I love you guys. Um yeah, so another uh person that I was so excited to have was Rachel from Troll Paws and she does all of the pet ID tags and some merch and she was episode seven and I was so excited that she said yes. She was in the Jay-Z and Pharrell entrepreneur music video and she was just so cool. She's in LA, um, so down to earth and just makes cool ID tags for dogs and we well, I feel have like we a have like a, a drawer full of them because we have also, a jewelry box yeah these are so these are also great and, and the gold chains they're the gold, just beautiful oh, the gold chains yeah. yeah because I mean every tag is good for a different situation that's the thing you know so you have to have a bunch of them so for every possibility, every attitude they could have, you have a chain or you have a, a name tag. Yeah. The little pet tags and Winnie and Chloe just, yeah, I feel that they have such big personalities that that just helps to, I don't know. Accentuate. Yeah. Yeah. And so there are their vet techs and their people who come up to them are always so entertained by the pet tags. I just yeah. think it, it's so cool. Totally. No, I think it's the best when the strangers come up and they're like, well, what's this? I'm like, that's right. Yeah. It's spicy AF. All right. Yeah, it follows life. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's how Winnie does it. That's so funny. What's your favorite pet tag? Um, well, I like, I like Ball's Life. I like spicy AF. I, it's the spicy F, the one that the little sriracha, 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 sriracha bottle, <laughs> sriracha. sriracha, and I like the skull and crossbone one. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like when he looks like a badass. With he that. does. He <laughs> looks very cool. He's like a pirate, you know. I yeah. gotta gotta dress him up like that. I so. really like the cuddly AF one too. Yeah, that one's really sweet. I mean, um, there's so many good ones. Oh, and um, her bad bitch one. Oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We she have, is. Yeah. She is crazy. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I loved Rachel and I loved her talking about, you know, having Kevin as her fur baby. Now she has a human baby and, you know, she still loves Kevin just as much as she did before. So, you know, that's that's good. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting to understand, you know. Yeah, it was, right. I'm always curious about that. Um, then I had a very interesting. So the cool thing about the podcast is that all of these you know, people have, we've connected in some way or another. An interesting way I connected with um, episode eight guest, um, Lisa Peters was my, um, like one of my mentors. She would go on walks during COVID and she would send pictures of this lucky dog library. Right. And it was just so amazing. And I really looked forward to the pictures. And so I reached out to Lisa and she was 
such a cool person. And so we connected on Instagram and she survived breast cancer and then adopted a dog named Lucky and he became a therapy dog. And um, basically the Lucky Dog Library uh, remembers him. He's since um, passed away, but she keeps his spirit alive and he continues to do therapy work by connecting everyone via the lucky dog library which i think is so awesome i love that i mean the library is such an interesting concept and idea and what was really um intriguing to me is that allowing other people to come in and curate the library to be guests there to make it sort of a community center where people come and gather and want to um, visit that as sort of like a uh, you know just a place in the community so yeah it was really great I loved it yeah and she was just such a cool person I think she also made some really interesting points about you know adopting dogs and making sure that you understand that there is unpredictable financial commitments that come for caring for a dog. And that's also, I feel like, you know, we talk a lot about how amazing dogs are and they are. And if you can't afford one, obviously, and it, if it makes sense for you, but I think it's just like a, a good reminder that like shit happens, you know, and yeah. so you want to make sure that you can take the best care of the dog. Yeah. I mean, it completely resonated with me because I certainly didn't fully embrace and understand the potential financial commitment of these French Bulldogs that we have. I mean, I think we're fortunate that we have the resources to take care of them and pay for them and do all those sort of things. But I, I mean, I expect most a lot, a lot of people don't. And I think it's a challenging thing. And I think it's a really good episode to listen to, to understand, just to, you know, make sure that you have this idea in your head and it's just something that you think about because it's not that you don't love and care about dogs, but you want to do the right thing by them for sure. Yeah. And Lisa just had such a healing presence about her and her and Lucky must have made the most therapeutic team ever oh gosh, because yeah. she she's just such a light and was just so, so wonderful to talk to. And I'm glad that I could become friends with her. So, um, so yeah, that was wonderful. And another thing, so we're in the family room and I talked about this on episode nine. I have Lalo bed in my favorite room where we are right now having a sip of whiskey. Um, and we have, uh, our Lalo bed that is, I mean, it just it fits perfectly. I mean, it literally is so aesthetically pleasing along and with durable. and being durable for sure. It's I, it's got to be the most durable bed that we have. Like they haven't yeah. been able to get through it. Yeah, for sure. So durable, beautiful and yeah, love it for sure. And Gabriella was amazing. She's another new mom and, you know, they've been in they've done some incredible partnerships with John Legend. I've seen them in Fast Company, um, but a husband and wife team that this is their side hustle and they just completely kill it. Like they yeah. know their story. They know what they're about. They know what they offer. And so it's just incredible to talk to people who are balancing so many different things. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yeah. 
So we just got a package from Natasha, a Frenchie friends brand. So what, another and, person. And so what episode is that? That's episode ten. All right, I, I always gotta call it the episodes. I, I know yeah, the no, episode. You're trying what to keep they, me on track here. I, I I just want to understand so listeners can go back if they missed an episode. Right, right. right. So episode ten was with Natasha. And she has Chewy, the CEO. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Very important quality control and making sure everything is perfect. We got our Halloween stuff. We just got some, um, some Christ- Thanksgiving stuff. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. So we're, we're set. And um, Natasha actually made Winnie's first birthday um, bandana, which was so special. It was like a handwritten um, letter uh i've seen tasha grow in the past three years and again so such a sweet person and was very responsive and um we've been talking for the past few years and i just love the quality and you were impressed with all of the things because you didn't know much about like the quality and all like what she like she creates everything by hand yeah i mean as i'm listening to it I had to sort of double back on the episode because I, I thought to myself, did she say she's doing everything herself? She has the presses. She has the machines. Writery. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty spectacular to do everything by hand, not to outsource things, not just do the design. You're actually taking the time to do everything. So that is like super impressive. And also to have Chewy being there with you, like being your overseer, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. I totally related to that because as we talked about earlier, it's sometimes Tina's, you know, doing her own thing. A little thing, distracted. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with the dogs and they're staring <laughs> at me and I'm trying to do my work. So I can totally appreciate, you know, having the, the dogs sort of overseeing everything. So it's just, yeah, I mean, it's really great. And the quality is awesome. Like I was, we, we just got some Thanksgiving stuff. And everything's like embroidered. It's not just steamed on or anything like that. It's really, really awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And what's interesting is that she has so many different kinds of products. So yeah. you have to, I mean, I don't, I just don't know how she does it. I feel like I'm, yeah, but she works hard. So yeah, super impressive. Definitely support, support her small business. And then I had Lindsay, who is a dog mom. She is a dog mom blogger of Lindsay and Coco. And I just love her so much. She was probably one of my first dog mom friends. And I found her because she was a speaker at a virtual pet summit. And that was like in 2020. And I reached out to her. I loved her style. She has an awesome aesthetic. It's very, it's very neutral, but beautiful and cozy. And I didn't realize that she is from Connecticut or she was from Connecticut as well. That was that was fun to listen to. Yeah. And so she lives in Atlanta now. Um, Amanda from Wagboards, she's in Atlanta too. Um, but she and I could talk about our love for Duchess and Duchess Chili Dogs, <laughs> which it just... I think about it because I lived in Cincinnati for a year and chili was a big thing. Like there's a Cincinnati chili. There is a Cincinnati chili for sure. That's the one. I feel like that's the one thing people know about Cincinnati. Well, I didn't know that. And when I moved to Cincinnati, I was like excited because I was like, oh, another place with chili. So cool. Don't they have like cinnamon in the chili or something? It's like chocolatey. It's like chocolatey. It's not. It's different. That's part of the recipe, but yeah. Right. 
Don't love it. Right. right. Sorry, I mean, look, Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. Okay. I'm sure it's, I mean, uh, different strokes like, from folks. It's like when you grow up with something that's right. terrible, but it's good for you because you grew up with it. We talk about this a lot. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, all the time. Yeah, so I think that, but still, Dutch's is actually really good. But right, I'm just, right, but, but Dutch's but is saying. the exception. That's what <laughs> it, it actually is, is really right, good. Right. I mean, you don't like it? I mean, I barely remember it. I okay. mean, I only had it a few times. All right, fine, it was fine. very, It was very tasty, though. I remember it being good. <laughs> All right. I would have remembered it being bad. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, I ate it. Okay. All yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> anyway, Lindsay, so cool. I love her. And we had such a good time talking. It was like we, we were besties. And we were talking about you know, a house to apartment living and the differences, you know, between, I mean, we get it. We, we, we totally went from understand. a one-bedroom apartment to a house and it's just, and so it's magical having space. It's just so interesting to talk to different living spaces. Yeah. And so basically like making sure to pick living spaces that meet the needs of your dogs, your dogs totally. and your lifestyle as yeah. a whole. So I think it was so great to talk to her and she just had mom hacks, dog mom hacks, um, just so much good information and resource. And I just love that, again, she focuses on aesthetic, but very practical. And I love that because I think that when you do have dogs, you you want to make sure that you're within a budget and that it makes sense, but it looks good. And so there's all of these different things. So it's just so cool that she she offers lots of tips and um, I feel right. it's like a necessity to have. It's like that yeah. needs to be on your bookmark because then all of a sudden like you're just like you're keeping an eye on it and you just get all these resources and you get all the information. So it's it's totally key. Yeah. And she writes just really great, um, great blog posts. And anyway, I yeah. just I love her. Um, and then I just wrapped up the season with episode 12. So I wasn't originally going to have. 12 episodes. I was going to have 11 and then right. this one was going to be the 12th. Um, and throughout the season, all of these people, I essentially asked to be on the podcast. Yeah, you reached out. That was, and it was a ton of work. I mean, obviously all these people were fantastic and they were like ready, willing and able to do it, but it's still a ton of work on your end to reach out, to do yeah, those things. And I, so and again, it was more intentional. So I yeah. knew I had very personal connections with these people. And I think that I then serendipitously had the opportunity to connect with Samantha Childs, which is the author of a book called Henry and the Magnificent Snort. And so it was kind of this unexpected treat. And I was definitely a book lover when I was a kid. So in a way, I was very attracted to the offer because I was very excited. Yeah. And I'm kind of writing a book at this point. Um, so yeah, so it was really cool to be able to have that opportunity. And, you know, I was like, it's a children's book, you know, this will be probably a quick episode, um, a quick bonus episode. And it ended up being uh, a recording of four hours. <laughs> Well, I, I think that it's interesting that you say that because, as you said before, those first interviews you had were very interview-focused. Ron opened you up. There, I'm sure throughout you felt different ways about some of the other interviews just because you got 
more used to the style, doing things. Yeah. This was just a different a different flavor of it, right? It was a long form sort of discussion. And I think it was a huge success in something that just adds variety to the podcast season. Yeah, and it was a beautiful conversation. I yeah. think it was a conversation that I didn't know I needed, mm. but I really did need. And it was so beautiful to connect with Samantha and, you know, it's Henry's what a, legacy. What a story. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, you know, Samantha went through most people's worst nightmare. Like such a challenging and situation. Yeah, so I think to talk to her and the way that she's been able to get through all of that and you can feel like Henry's spirit. He's such an, like he's still around being an angel and just taking such good care of her. Um, that it was just, it, I, I, it's hard to even describe. And we, you can tell in the beginning, you know, we, we touched on intuition a little bit and then, and then I, I wasn't going to go deep and then you could tell she wasn't, but then we just, it just. You got to break it out. Yeah. Open, it know? just, we went so into a different vibe and a different uh, kind of conversation than but I would that, have ever expected. It, but that's, the, I think that's the beauty of the podcast too, yeah. because sharing this experience you have with dogs and what comes out of it. Yeah. And it was really special and fantastic. And it goes so many different directions because you just have this amazing feeling about it. So I think it's a credit to you and to her that you obviously decided to be vulnerable, open up, have those conversations. And I think it was amazing. Yeah. Thanks. I think it was such a beautiful conversation. And and what a way to end the podcast. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a really, beautiful ending and yeah I'm so grateful that she she came on and that I I finished it with a friend so a new friend and yeah, totally yeah very personal connection that's awesome yeah so yeah very grateful and I feel like that was such a win you know it it can be discouraging to start a new project I didn't feel like I was good at it meaning I think that you can have a perfectionist mindset of you want things to be perfect. And I did, of course. I worked really hard. At the same time, I felt like I was fueled by my passion for all these people and the relationships. And I loved them all so much that I wanted to highlight them. So I didn't really care about being personally insecure if I made mistakes just because that wasn't important. I just really wanted to highlight these people that I love so much. Yeah, and I think you did a fantastic job each episode had its own message and flair and different sort of aspect to it I thought it was amazing thanks yeah well I really hope that these episodes resonated with listeners and you know that was that was the point um I think everyone's gonna take something away from each of them yeah I hope so and Again, it was such a passion project. I genuinely love everyone. If you're thinking about a passion project, just do it. Like, who cares about the outcome? You know, like, at the end of the day, I think that for me, I'm just really proud that I finished the season and that I was able to connect with all of the people that I love and that I was able to share it and 
really that was that's beyond my expectations so yeah completely yeah so yeah I mean with that thank you so much for joining me and and having this conversation with me I again I I'm so grateful that I have you as my partner and that we have you know Winnie and Chloe and this is this is you know the best week of the year for me Thanksgiving and I have so many things to be thankful for so well I love you and and thank you for having me on I feel really I feel special and blessed that you wanted me <laughs> on the podcast, you know, even if it was the special bonus episode. Yeah. Because I know how hard you worked on it, how interesting and special the guests were, like, overall. And so being a part of this is really amazing for me and really means a lot to me. And so I'm really proud of you. You've done an amazing job. And I know that whatever you do next, whether it's season two of this, whether it's a different type of podcast, who knows, DPD, um, you're going to be great. Thanks. Well, I am dropping a different podcast. All right. There it is. <laughs> I was trying to be coy about it, but yeah. there you go. You're blowing up my spot. Another podcast is not dog related. It is in the works. Right. And uh, I'll definitely have a season two. I don't know what that looks like. So I'm open to suggestions, people, if you want to message me we love the interaction yeah let me know what your thoughts are and what you think but i'm i'm super excited to uh to continue on and thanks for listening thanks for joining me on today's episode if you want to continue the conversation be sure to subscribe to my newsletter the link is in the show notes here's a quick reminder to subscribe to this podcast you can be the first to know when new episodes drop All you need to do is open your favorite listening app, search for Mother of Dogs, and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll see you back here every other Sunday for a new episode. 